Hello, Happy New Year and welcome back to an interview with podcast series from the Social Investment Business. I'm Charlie and I'm here with Nick and today we're talking to Jonathan Lewis, Chief Executive at the Social Investment Business. Hi Jonathan. Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the Social Investment Business's mission? The Social Investment Business is really here to um, advance the cause of civil society organisations. We've invested over the last five years in over a thousand civil society organisations and what we've seen through their sort of passion, commitment and expertise is they really help um, many of the most vulnerable people in the country to live better lives. Uh, we've seen that repeatedly all over the country in all spheres from people setting up their own schools to people helping uh, people with learning difficulties and suffering from many other conditions to have a better life than they would otherwise have. We are fundamental believers in the power of civil society organisations and what we're trying to do is help civil society organisations do more for more people in more sustainable ways. Your career background is in the commercial sector. In what ways has this been helpful while working in this sector? Um, when I left IT, I worked at ITV for a long time running their TV channels except for ICB1 and when I left I didn't actually think I'd learn anything but um, it became uh, clear that I'd learned quite a lot about money um, and business because ITB was obviously quite a big business and that understanding of business and that perspective of business is immensely important for civil society organisations both on an ind individual basis because civil society organisations are businesses usually um, and have to operate to some extent like businesses if they're going to thrive and help the people they're setting out to help for the long term and also partly because of the competitive nature of um, the world I worked in I think it's helped me to think about the competition um, that exists within the sector and some of the barriers to success that we're trying to help civil society organisations overcome so I found it immensely and immediately useful and have continued to do so to this day. Um, one of the, the buzz terms at the moment is obviously big society, um, which has many interpretations um, and is in danger of being watered down. What do you think is the key message that can help the sector move forward at this time of transition? Well, I think the just looking at the evidence, what we've done is we've invested in a great deal of often small civil society organisations to help them achieve social outcomes. and. We have been evaluated and the organisations we've invested in have been evaluated and we've seen empirically and in many, many cases that they produce with appropriate investment fantastic social outcomes, they're able to deliver better, more innovative, cheaper services. So my message is simple, at the root of it there's a very strong evidence base that civil society organisations can deliver great services if they're helped in appropriate ways. Um, so. There's, there's evidence, um, and that, I think, is the most important thing. What are your hopes and concerns for the social investment market in 2011? Um, I hope that we are able to bring lots more money into the sector, because once you see how money can help individual organisations and the people that they set out to help, then it becomes a very important thing. And I hope that we can... Uh, which we're trying to do at the moment, organise large-scale delivery through the through civil society organisations. So my hopes for the year are um, more money in and more organisations delivering more services uh, through our help. The um, my, my fears really are just that 
whilst there's lots of um, positive political support for um, the sector and whilst there's a strong evidence base, turning all of these positive ideas into a lot more money and a lot more activity is hard. So it's sort of, my, my fear will be that it will take some time for reality to catch up with the, with, with the aspiration. Um, and as you've mentioned, um, social investment businesses involved in helping a lot of um, civil society organisations. Um, what are the potential benefits and pitfalls of these organisations becoming more business-minded? Um, and what innovations have you seen from this kind of the more business-like approach rather than charity-focused? The, the benefits of civil society organisations being business-minded um, are quite st striking. I remember one organisation we helped which helped lots of people with learning difficulties in, in one of England's bigger cities. had been started by a very charismatic man who had created it from nothing but was in the, in the process of driving it back into the ground because the company was actually, or the charity was actually insolvent, he just didn't know it and he didn't really care about the money. Now what that meant was the charity would have had to be shut and all of those people that it um, said that it was there to help would have been left with nothing. So. As I see it, the advantage of um, taking a more business-minded approach is that you're actually there for the long term, helping beneficiaries for the long term. It's in, in some ways, people set these ideas against each other as if somehow being more business-minded is um, to the detriment of your social mission, which I think is a false, it's a, like a false dichotomy. I would rather phrase it as you need to create an organisation which can help the benef your beneficiaries for the long term. and. To, if it's going to be there for the long term, um, you need to understand how you will create a business that exists for the long term. Because you can't, if you're insolvent, you're insolvent. You can't go to the taxman and say, let us off, please, because he won't. So uh, perhaps I would simply phrase it differently and say, good charities think about how they're going to help their, their beneficiaries in the long term. And if they're, going, if they're serious about doing that, they're going to have to turn their organisations into businesses that exist for the long term. So I would simply say I wouldn't. I would try and avoid um, these ideas being put up as if they're opposites. When in fact, social mission and business now should be um, are actually aspects of themselves. Well, now we've come to the quick fire question round. Um, we're going to ask you a series of questions, and you just say the first thing that comes into okay, your head. Fine. Marshmallow or meringue? Marshmallow. ITV or BBC? BBC. Letter or email? Email. Charity <laughs> or business? Mm, charity. Question time or Newsnight? Uh, Newsnight. Boxing or wrestling? <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Christmas Day or New Year's Eve? Christmas Day. And that concludes an interview with Jonathan Lewis. Thank you for speaking with us today. Pleasure. Uh, and don't forget to check out the website www.thesocialinvestmentbusiness.org forward slash an interview with and our Twitter feed is at The Social Invest for the next instalment of the podcast series. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.